We start this programming today with a special announcement. Dallas, Texas, we're coming for you. Yes. We are so excited. We have a live show on Thursday, October 19th at the Texas Theater. The doors are at 7. The show is at 8. There are general admission and VIP tickets still available. VIP gets you a signed poster and access to our post-show Q&A. And My favorite part. Those Q&As so get kind of ruckus. They get so buck. <laughs> I feel We're like- all wasted by the end. <laughs> it's so fun. And we tell all. We, we definitely tell all. There have been proposals. They are not uh, recorded. Yeah. The, the venue staff are always like, what is happening? So anyway, uh, splurge for the VIP ticket if uh, you're so inclined. And you can get yours now at wineandcrimepodcast.com. Go check it out. Dallas going to be there soon, baby. We'll see you on October 19th. We'll see you there. Gossip at the Corpse Cart contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Gossip at the Corpse Card. The card full of corpses. Oh, don't mind us. We're just pulling a cart full of corpses. Nothing to see here. Bring out your dead. (laughs) I'm not dead yet. Bring out your weird headlines and shit you've seen in your newsfeed. Indeed. Most embarrassing stories (laughs) slash worst thing you've ever done. My favorite. So good. Can't be topped. We love your worst moments. Absolutely. Your worst day is our (laughs) best day. Yeah. Uh, I'm Lucy and sadistic. Ooh, (laughs) I'm Kenyon. I love schadenfreude. (laughs) I'm Amanda and kind of into voyeurism, you guys. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. More than kind of. You like watching and being watched? Oh, they made love. (laughs) Uh, let's get right the fuck into it, Amanda. Let's. Okay, so heavy animal theme. Good. Yes. Uh, Literally every headline has to do with an animal except for one. Love it. So <laughs> let's just fucking get to it. Make it work, people. Make it work. Here we go. Out of the only place this could be from, Florida. Mm-hmm. Florida Aquarium blames manatee's death on high-intensity sex with another male. <laughs> oh, no. Was it autoerotic asphyxiation? Oh, it, I, I mean, I wish, kind of. Just pounding? Oh, my God. There is a picture of this manatee. I'm just adding it to the drive. Before or after? Before. Oh, okay. Hugh, the manatee, die. <laughs> oh, my God. God. That is the name <gasps> of a gay manatee. I love it. You guys. What? Died from... <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Tell us. I'm sorry. It's really hard to get this out. It's shocking. <laughs> Died from a 14.5 centimeter rip in his colon. <gasps> caused by a sexual encounter with another male manatee, Buffett. 
<laughs> who is also his brother. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. fourteen point five centimeters is only like it's five enough to inches. bleed out, I guess. It's that's not the size of the tear. That's the size of the tear in his colon. Right. I'm just saying. I. So he he actually he was 38 years old. I don't know shit about manatees. I didn't know I'm they could get that old. So they were having anal. Yeah. I didn't know that they were having incestuous, violent anal sex. I guess. In their yeah. So this happened. Years. This happened in April, and the staff noted he began exhibiting a change in behavior on April 29th, and staff began monitoring him closely. He then became unresponsive and ultimately was determined to have died. Jesus. What the fuck. Why did his brother die? Why? I'm not sure. Was it uh, consensual? A necropsy report of Hughes' last day revealed that he died from a 14.5 centimeter rip in his colon caused by a sexual encounter with Buffett. A <laughs> fecal sample. That is a foul name. Yeah, it's, it's a really weird This is sentence. my manatee brother rapist Buffett. 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 Hi, I'm Hugh. This is my brother lover Buffett. <laughs> A fecal sample collected from Hugh after the encounter confirmed the presence of fresh blood and officials noted the manatees engaged in sexual behavior continued throughout the day. It was an all-day sex romp. Why? Then around 5.15 p.m., I mean, any hole in a storm, you know what I mean? (laughs) Then around 5.15, Buffett was seen penetrating Hugh. When he swam away, witnesses noticed Hugh was at the bottom of the pool and unresponsive. My God. So Buffett kept pumping even after Hugh was dead, it sounds like. He so apparently manatees' sex lives are incredibly violent. And Robust. Their normal mating is, as this article describes, akin to gang rape. Which is shocking because manatees are like such gentle creatures. Yeah, they're the sea cows. They just are no. super chill, but get them horned up. And I guess all men are trash. The aquarium addressed all Hughes' death. All men are all, trash. All manatees. <laughs> oh, man. The aquarium addressed Hughes' death, saying the manatees engaged in natural yet increased mating behavior observed and documented in manatees, both in managed care and in the wild. Although the aquarium said the April incident with Buffett and Hugh was, quote, the first time such heightened mating behavior was witnessed between two manatees, Mm -hmm. it said that in previous years, the two annually exhibited, quote, approximately two months of seasonal behavior changes, including but not limited to an increase in sexual behavior. They don't care that they're brothers. They're lovers. They were gay lovers for a while. Brother lovers. Well, they're, you know, in captivity, so they can't gang rape. Right. As they want to do. Regarding the consent, the aquarium said that Hugh and Buffett, quote, were both observed initiating and mutually seeking interactions from each other throughout the day. Okay. And there were no obvious signs of discomfort or distress, such as listing, crunching, or active avoidance that would have triggered a need for intervention. Okay. They were just trying to let them do their thing. 
I'm seeing other headlines because, of course, I Googled this. Of course you did. <laughs> um, and there are lots of headlines that are like, Florida cops beg residents to stop calling 911 about manatee sex. Oh, God, it's that bad. Because, <laughs> yeah, people are witnessing these, like, gang rapes yeah. from shore, and they're calling 911. How shocking. The cops are like, that's, that's just how manatees have sex, y'all. Oh, my God. Well, is it the, fair to call it gang rapes? It's just their way. It's their sex. And it's, also, if if Hugh had been a female, then maybe it would have gone in the vagina and his colon wouldn't have been torn. So it's not maybe. like that's like there's a high percentage of fatality in, in manatee know. sex. I don't I think know. It's, I think it's quite violent. It seems ten like it is. Fif- ten to 15 males gang up on one female. Oh. I mean, yeah, that's not great. That's, right. I mean, it's I not, had to make it's it not dark. our way. I had to make it dark. I don't know. I think Buffett <laughs> sure made it dark. Did. Buffett is a pervert, and I don't yeah. like it. R.I.P. Hugh. Mm-hmm. The aquarium said their animal care staff used positive reinforcement tools, such as high-value rewards. <laughs> oh, God. And enrichment. Juice rewards. Had, juice rewards that had previously been successful, so they were probably trying to keep them distracted. at this time and it just you can't watch them 24 7 you know you gotta sleep Mm. although the aquarium called itself quote a gold standard for animal health and well-being in the post it also vowed to redouble our efforts to ensure our animal care operations meet or exceed existing and evolving policies Mm. so they're gonna try to avoid this happening again (laughs) what a way to go but they're not doing anything to buff it but no, I mean they can't. He's it's natural. They no can't, like, repercussions for Buffett. Cl- typical man, no accountability. Right. Mm-hmm. Fewer than one percent of manatee rapists. Yep. Yep. Ever, ever see, see their time. day in court oh or jail God. time. Fewer than one percent. Mm. All right, I've got another typical man to talk to you about, but I'm not exactly sure where he's from. Though this is screaming Florida or abroad. Mm-hmm. So, and I know, I know that y'all have seen these photos because I had, and okay. uh, I am excited to actually dive into this a little bit because it's 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 a little confusing to me. Okay, here's the uh, here's the headline. Man who spent $14,000 to transform himself into a border collie. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, thank steps God. Steps out for first ever walk in public. Yes. Yes. Okay, what? Japanese, Japanese. Oh, there's a video that I, oh, it's this so disturbing. Man? Yeah. <gasps> I've seen the video. And he's like outside of a residence and scratching at the door and it's, very fucking shocking. And he moves like a dog. Like a dog. It's really, really. This is a dog. It's a costume. It's, it's a not costume. like plastic surgery. Right. It's a very expensive costume, but he's he's quite talented in uh, recreating dog movements. Yeah, I want to know how he's moving like his hind legs. Like, is I'm he walking sure. on his knees? I have to imagine it's the way that the costume is built. I, uh, maybe they'll answer some of these questions. The dog days are just beginning for what? this man. 
Uh, a Japanese native has transformed himself into a canine after forking out more than $14,000 for a custom-made collie costume. <laughs> the private citizen who goes only by Toko online says the unusual garment has helped him actualize his dream of becoming an animal. Footage shared to Toko's YouTube channel where he boasts more than 32,000 subscribers. It's about to be 32,001 because mm. Mama Curious. Shows him clad in the costume as he frolics on a lawn, rolls on a floor, and plays fetch. So the mouth moves, I, feel like I guess. like this costume is worth more than $14,000. I know. It looks it's it looks like a taxidermy dog. Like, I would just assume this was a dog. It's exquisite. It's absolutely stunning. Toko has even uploaded a video of himself venturing out in public as a dog for the very first time. The paws are a little fucked up. It's hard they are. to... Uh, it's hard to get those right, I'm sure. The paws are rough. I feel like they didn't have to go so hard on the nails. Yeah. Because a dog with hair this long, you don't really see the nails that prominently. Right. They should have hid them with more hair. But that's one of the for... only tells, honestly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bystanders appeared to be in awe of the man's doggy debut as he paraded down a busy street in a viral clip that has racked up 1.7 million views. Toko completed the costume with a harness strapped around his furry abdomen, but admitted he was nervous and scared of venturing out in public. Quote, do you remember your dreams from when you are little? You want to be a hero or a wizard, he wrote in the clip, describing his life dog dog dream. What? Uh, as seemingly unrealistic. <laughs> I remember writing in my grade school graduation book that I wanted to be a dog and walk outside. Okay, here's All more right. photos are going on the drive. Listen. You do you, babes. You do you. I'm not going to yuck your yum. I'm terrified, but you do you. The You're not eyes, hurting anybody. The eyes are uh, really something. They're they're oddly expressive. Yeah, I think the eyes are actually executed really well. It's the, they it's are. The, it's the nails and also like the lips. The, the lips are a little off and also the bulk of this dog. If I saw someone walking this dog, I'd be like, that dog needs more walks. I'd be like concerned for this dog's health. Yeah. As an introduction to his unusual hobby, Toko answered a series of questions in a video posted last year, admitting he always had a vague dream of becoming an animal ever since he was a child. Quote, when I fulfilled that dream, this is how it turned out. He wrote in the clip, adding that he chose to become a collie due to the negligible size difference between the breed and humans. <laughs> so it's like I'm picking one that I can fit oh, inside Oh, look, I'm watching him roll around. So it doesn't look like the mouth can open. Yeah, but he'll it's, nose the ball. Yeah, he can nose things and he can roll. Mm-hmm. What <sighs> the fuck? The pawing at the door really fucked me up. Yeah. I Zip just want to know about the hind legs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zepit or Zepet, I'm not sure how it's pronounced. The company that manufactured Toko's Collie costume says it took 40 days to create the furry fashion item, which costs a cool 2 million yen, which is 14,161 US dollars. Modeled after a Collie dog, it reproduces the appearance of a real dog walking on four legs. Despite garnering online fame with his puppy suit, Toko conceals his unusual proclivities from most of his friends and family. I rarely tell my friends because I am afraid they will think I am weird. Um. <laughs> he said in a separate interview with the mirror, my friends and family seemed very surprised to learn I became an animal. Meanwhile, the Japanese man said last year that most of his colleagues were also unaware that he dresses as a dog outside of work. Hey, babe, what you do outside of work is long as you're not None hurting people. Not anybody's fucking business. You do you. I don't want my hobbies to be known, especially by people I work with, he said. 
They think it's weird that I want to be a dog for the same reason why I can't show my real face. Wow. Okay, fine. This costume is so fucking impressive. I like it. It's. I want to snuggle it. Good for him. I mean, who didn't have their time reading Animorphs and imagining? Oh, Oh. Oh. (laughs) Lucy is like, (laughs) Fourteen thousand dollars away from doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am. I am I'd be absolutely a cat in a second. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm fourteen thousand dollars of disposable fuck you money away mm-hmm. from becoming a, a dog or cat. Mm-hmm. I would like wanna be Josie. Mm-hmm. Josie's mm-hmm. got a great life. That's the dog I'd want to be. Here's the thing, yeah. though. I'd want to shrink down to the appropriate size to get mm-hmm. the full effect. Of being right. a cat. Like, I feel like if you're still in your own body inside a costume, you're still in your human. human prison. Yeah, it's right. Sti- yeah, it's still not quite there. You're in your human prison, rushing, Russian nesting dolled into another prison. Yeah, it's just like a very elaborate furry, but it's right. not yeah. a real transformation. I'd rather it's just not take magic. I'd rather just take drugs and mm, get into imagine. that mindset. Yep. Sure. Periodically. Fair. Yep. Fair. So I've got a couple more for you. I will admit I am terrified of spiders, but because of my terror, I follow a subreddit that is called R Spiders, so that like you can identify different spiders. Mm-hmm. And that's not where I found this, but it's why I was drawn to this when it was emailed to me. Because looking at the photo of the spider, this looks like. Every Minnesota like house spider or like orb weaver spider. And now I'm I, it unlocked a new fear. OK, so okay. here is the headline spider with erection inducing bite (laughs) shuts down supermarket but owners insist store is safe to reopen (laughs) what i'll give you one guess where this hails from yep there it is. (laughs) always australia are y'all okay because no you're not walking around with boners Fucking boner bites? I can't. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not a weirdo. This is just from the spider bite. Right. No, it's don't worry. I'm not actually hard. I was bit by a <laughs> venomous erection-inducing spider. <laughs> it's not my fault. Is that a boner spider? You're just happy to see me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> An Australian supermarket reopened following a three-day closure to clear the store due to an alleged sighting of a spider with a deadly bite. That could also cause an hours-long erection. Oh, okay, you so you get hard for hours, and then it, then you die. <gasps> oh my god! What? There's Did you see the picture? A spider on my computer. No, Ew. it's what? not the boner spider. Is it a spider? Does that mean people without penises are good? <laughs> We're immune. <laughs> I don't know where it went. Well, it's probably in your pants, giving you a boner bite. <laughs> yeah. um, the, the penny market in Krems and Danau, Arnar, <laughs> closed <laughs> Tuesday after the store manager spotted the spider in a banana box, another reason not uh, to trust bananas, Yeah. and immediately called the fire brigade to investigate. Mm-hmm. The manager described the spider as about Four inches long. No. That's so big. That's no. the size of a banana. 
Okay, so the picture they put on uh, the article that I put on the drive does not indicate scale and is also in black and white, so it looks a lot more like a common house spider than it actually is. So four inches long and colored black and red. And any yeah, spider this thing that does has not exist in Minnesota. There's no, and any spider that would have like red markings yeah. like that, you know that's a that's a hard no go. That's a no yeah. no. You go into the bone zone and then you're gonna fucking die. Yeah. The authorities initially suspected it was a banana spider. Mm-hmm. Cool, so that's a fucking thing. <laughs> but previous cases of spiders in bananas from South America have identified the spider specifically as the Brazilian wandering spider. The Brazilian wandering spider has one of the deadliest bites in the world that can Fucking also wander the fuck back to Brazil. Yeah, bye bye. Not bye bye. <laughs> You're a long way from home, Brazilian wandering spider. Keep your keep it in your pants. Has one of the deadliest bites in the world that can also cause hypothermia, blurred vision, and convulsions. What the and fuck? Most famously, the bite also causes, in some cases, hours-long erections. Do you think that someone is, like, studying it? Like, do you think, like, Merck or whatever is, like, importing (laughs) these spiders and, like, testing their milking them? No! Researchers have used the venom in studies to treat erectile dysfunction. Stop! No! Gotta make it capitalism, guys. Yep. Oh, that is so gross. The Rue Retail Save the group. rainforest. Save the fucking save rainforest. Boner. Save my boner. Tear down the rainforest. <laughs> the Rue Retail Group, which owns the supermarket chain, said that the store carried out comprehensive cleaning and disinfection following the incident, which forced it to remain closed for two days. The branch is safe and clean. It can be ruled out that the animal scene is still in the store. Mm. However... This same chain banned reporters from taking photos inside the store and said any questions for the employees at the supermarket are off limits, which is hella sus. Oh, I totally believe them now. Yep. Mm-hmm. All fresh food was allegedly removed and replaced, and the group noted that during the extensive search, no spiders were found. All measures are for safety and are carried out meticulously so that the branch can be reopened. But, like, what are you hiding? Banana what the spiders. fuck are you hiding in there? Yeah, they didn't replace shit. (sighs) Despite these reassurances, some shoppers did not want to return to the store, with one telling a local reporter they assumed the spider was still in the store, saying, where would it have gone? And suggesting she would avoid buying any fruit in the meantime. Yeah, if you replaced everything and didn't find the spider, then where the fuck is the spider? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not here for it. Also, there's not, there's, uh, you can't go through meticulously an entire grocery store and find zero spiders. Right. Right. Like, there it's, are spiders. Yeah. Also, just, like, look up the lifespan of that particular spider and then go back after that. Right. 38 years. The Ugh. whole thing The whole it's thing like an is African shady. grape parrot. It's a fucking... <laughs> it lives... It's a tortoise. It could live to be 120 plus years <laughs> the old. Queen's Diamond Jubilee. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> anyway, some people are like, that's sus. I'm never fucking going back there. And other people are like, the penny store is fine. I'm not worried Here's about it. All the fucking grocery stores have shipments of fucking bananas. Every single mm-hmm. one. So, like... Where where are you going to go to buy your groceries? If not right. that store, it's just going to be spiders at a different store. Well, and if you live in a place, and this is not me being like, just move. But there are places with climates that are amenable to critters like this. Yep. And if you live in a place like that, this is kind of just part of it. Yeah. Like, what are you to not going to go? frozen tundra. Right. Come to Minnesota where things don't with- survive. Yeah. <laughs> 
We do we're, we do have brown nature. recluse here, but that's like our worst thing. <laughs> yeah, but nature completely recycles like every winter, like everything dies once a year. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay, I found it. It wasn't a spider, it was a stink bug. Oh, thank God. Okay. Oh my God. All right, I've got two more for you. One more with an animal and uh, the photos. <laughs> Sorry, it's flying at me. Oh, oh my, my god. god, I hate when they fly. <laughs> they're so big. Yeah, they're, they fly, fly really honestly. slowly. They're harmless, Ugh. but they're really Ugh. gross. Don't looking. squash Ugh. it. I don't care. I have to kill it. Oh, God. Well. In the meantime, I have an animal uh, wildlife story that I want to tell quick. Yes. When I was in South, where was I? South Carolina last week. Yes. <laughs> we went to the Serpentarium, mm. which is like crocodiles and alligators which i still can't tell the fucking difference and we sure. went to a little snake show mm-hmm. with one of the guys like working there and the, like all these people gathered around it was a 2 p.m snake show mm-hmm. and obviously well Corey and i were like the oldest people who were there by ourselves without a child <laughs> yeah and so any so like all these kids were raising their hands and asking questions and one little girl raised her hand and she goes how um how do you um how do you uh, how um how do you um <laughs> Oh my god. Have you ever do you ever have a when have you ever done the um, um <laughs> But she goes she That's finally the, Those are the times when I'm like I'm going to kick a kid in the fucking face. I thought it was really funny cuz it just <laughs> went out, it was like that. It was mm-hmm. like that sound. Mm-hmm. She ended up asking, "How do you tell whether the snake is a boy or a girl?" <laughs> It's huge dick. Do you not see its huge fucking dick and, and balls? The, the guy, the worker guy who's doing the presentation just goes, uh. <laughs> Come on. You got to be that prepared sigh, for that question. He just, that sigh is universally know. known. It, it spans every language, every form of communication. Just. He ended up saying, it's really, really hard to tell. But if you really want to know, you have to do tests on it yeah give it a give it <laughs> an erection on. <laughs> jesus this is why you shouldn't allow questions unless you're over 18 <laughs> okay this one i picked for the photos they are fucking incredible here's the headline car with giant bull named howdy doody riding shotgun pulled over in nebraska yes i saw this it's on Real it is and also the biggest animal I've ever seen. Also, the back of it, where its head is or its butt is, the back of this car is just covered in shit. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> disgusting. I didn't see that. It's oh, straight up just no. shit. I can't. Oh, is that a Norfolk? That was Kenny on her way home from French camp. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the second I got home, it's a good lead into our next headline. But anyway. <laughs> Well, that's not something you see every day. Drivers in Norfolk, Nebraska, were stunned after a full-size bull named Howdy Doody was seen. Now, they say Howdy riding Doody. shotgun, but I want to say riding passenger side in his best friend's ride yep. Yep. on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. When authorities received reports that a vehicle with a cow inside was strolling through town around 10.05 a.m., police assumed the passenger would be a calf. But as officials neared the corner of West Norfolk Avenue and North 13th Street, they came upon a full-size bull riding in the passenger seat of a modified Ford Crown Victoria. How is a that crown car fucking even fit. moving? Like, that car is... It's specialty, like, fitted for yeah, this the, cow. And also, the Crown Vic is... And I think you can actually see on here that this 
is clearly an auctioned old police car. Yes. And the Crown Vic was notorious for being like it's in the, the fucking structure. phone of yeah. cars. It says it 911 on the back. Yeah. yeah it probably <laughs> shouldn't still say that, but the car, which had horns attached to his hood, was also missing the passenger side roof, so howdy doody could fit in the car. Howdy doody. The animal is a regular attraction at parades and fairs throughout the state. <laughs> Police reportedly asked the driver to just, quote, be careful and keep moving. No That's way. it. That's it. Is he on That's the highway? That's the article. He wasn't on the highway. Oh. This is how he regularly transports this animal to these I mean, fairs? I mean, it looks pretty fucking cruel to me. There's no yeah. way this is comfortable for this car, no, for this or cow. safe. Or safe. But for like, anyone on the road. Yeah, looks Imagine like if Imagine a head-on collision with I, this. I, I hate it. <laughs> I fucking hate it. He might love wow. it. He might love the wind in his hair. Might he? Horns. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Speaking of covered in shit... <laughs> I'm gonna fi- I'm gonna round this out with maybe the most sent in headline in gag fucking history. Oh, you know exactly what it uh, is. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Delta flight returns after passenger has diarrhea all the way through the plane. Yep. <laughs> yep. Footage has emerged of the quote onboard medical emergency <laughs> that forced a U.S. airliner back to Atlanta only two hours into an eight-hour flight to Spain. <laughs> a messy trail of diarrhea left by a struggling passenger. They obviously had a health issue. Or were sick in some way. Yeah. Because holy shit, literally. So much shit. I've seen pictures. I didn't put them on the drive because nobody needs more shit on the blog. <sighs> I've seen them. They're gross. But it was a lot of poop and it really was the entire way down the aisle. It was yeah. like flower girl level spreading. <laughs> How could that like... Like through the pant down like, the legs. Down the legs. Maybe a skirt situation. I think maybe. it was a man well wearing pants. I down the legs. If it's that wet, it's just gonna go down the legs, I guess. Uh maintenance crews spent five hours cleaning the Delta Airlines Airbus A three fifty after its enforced early landing, including replacing an aisle carpet ruined in the incident. I had heard that like they had tried to keep... Oh, yep. Okay, good. It, ta- it talks about it. Okay. <laughs> Passengers, reportedly including the one suffering diarrhea, were allowed to reboard after an eight-hour delay, making it to Barcelona they on Saturday. They let passenger... Okay. Yep. I, I mean, get like, it all I'm out, sorry. Honey. You live in Baltimore now. Mm. Yeah. Well, Atlanta, but yes. Making it to Barcelona on uh, Saturday afternoon with no further incidents. So the emodium being that person. You can't get back on the flight with those same You're people. You're still like 20 oh. hours late to your Spanish vacation. I, would I be... personally would have booked a different flight. I couldn't have faced those people. Absolutely at, not. I couldn't have done it. I would have I would have been like, fuck my, fuck no. my bag, my but carry-on, this is like but the I'm out. Only the confidence of a white man. Yeah. Like, I don't know what this person looks like, but I can only assume. Yeah. Accounts from some on board posted to social media media describe (laughs) flight crew (laughs) doing their best to mop up the mess 
with paper towel. I'm seriously trying no, not to throw up. You light that plane on fire. With paper towels and <laughs> scented. So that's right Land off. it in the ocean. Yeah. And kill everyone on board. <laughs> We're done. 370. Yeah. We don't know oh, no. where they go. Oh, no. Later, go join Amelia Earhart. Maybe that Bye. is what happened to that plane. Yeah, Maybe. <laughs> So they tried to clean it up with paper towels and scented disinfectant. Maybe no. But that only had the effect of Mm -hmm. making the plane, quote, smell of vanilla shit. Yeah. Yep. I will take the gas leak any day. Yeah. Uh You're lucky. Another described uh, cabin crew placing an absorbent paper runner over the aisle and passengers having to climb over seats to avoid it as they left no. the plane at Atlanta Airport. Uh, I would be throwing up fucking everywhere. Oh, my God. An audio recording of a conversation between the pilot and air traffic control revealed the reason for the jet's sudden turnaround over central Virginia. Quote, it's just a biohazard issue. The pilot said, we had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. The audio was posted to X, formerly Twitter. (laughs) I fucking hate you, Elon Musk. Along with an image of the Federal Aviation Authority flight strip confirming the reason for the U-turn. Delta Airlines blamed an onboard medical issue. I thought they were over the ocean when they had to turn around. I don't think so. Oh, well, that's good. Mm Mm-mm. Our teams worked as quickly and safely as possible to get our customers to their final destination. I'm seriously gagging. We sincerely <laughs> apologize to our customers for the delay and inconvenience to their travel plans. I can't believe they had them back on that same plane. Oh, they, my. They cleaned it and put them back on the plane. No. Yeah. Actually not. I'm sorry. Delta, I just, I would just refuse. I yeah. refuse. I would the not. The incident came a week after Air Canada apologized to two passengers who were booted from a flight from Seattle to Montreal because they complained about being made to sit in seats covered in vomit. I saw that too. <gasps> no. Oh my God. I'm telling you, flying, like no matter what airline you fly, it's not what it used to be, y'all. It's the worst. It's... We looked up flights. We want to go visit Zach's grandma because mm-hmm. she's, you know, 92 and right. like it, we got to, she can't travel anymore and we got to mm-hmm. go visit her down in Florida. There are no direct flights from Mm -hmm. where we live, which like, okay, fine. And the only time we have off is like around uh, New Year's Eve Mm -hmm. because we want to go for like at least three nights. Yeah. And uh, it the flights were coach Mm -hmm. round trip nine hundred dollars per person each each stop. So we're just driving. Yeah. The 12 hours. Like it's, it's unbelievably expensive. God. Yeah. What? It, like. Uh, I know. No one can vacation in this country anymore. It is too fucking expensive. I mean, not even vacation. Just like. Get visit around. Family. Visit family. What if you had an emergency? I don't yeah. know. It just, it sucks. We it need trains. We Bring do. back trains, Joe Biden. Yeah, we're dri- with our one-year-old. We're driving 12 and a half hours each way because I just cannot stomach mm-hmm. spending $1,800 no, for four days to visit a grandma in Florida. I can't no. do it. No. no. Bullshit. Anyway, those are my headlines. He said bullshit as I still have the photo up of Howdy Doody with his poop all over the back <laughs> window. Doody. covered in shit, it's that car. So that Crown Vic. <laughs> I fucking can't. 
Anyway, uh, as always, if you have a shitty or juicy or hilarious headline, head to our website, wineandcrimepodcast.com. Go to the Contact Us page and plop it in that little form with drop-down stop. menu. Plop. <laughs> now I'm going to barf. Marking funny <laughs> headlines and it'll come to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. Should we hear a quick word from our sponsors and then move on to the next shit-riddled story yeah. that I'm sure one of you degenerates sent mm-hmm. into us? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do mm-hmm. it. All right. Well, continuing with the shit theme. No way. Immediately. Immediately. Oh, my God. There's always a poopy one. I know, but sometimes they're a little more buried. Yeah. Well, (laughs) not this time around. I actually don't recall (laughs) what it is, but I I list myself little like titles for each of them. Mm -hmm. And this one I know involves poop. Okay. Great. What's your title? The title is... No, I will give it away. I'll tell you after. Oh, I'm reading it. Okay, got it. Quote, hi, gals. Listening to Chicken Nugget Crimes reminded me of a mild trauma from last week when you said eating meat after not eating it for a while will probably make you sick. Oh, yeah. Make a shit. Big time. I wanted to confirm. (laughs) Yes, it sure does. Wow. (laughs) So here goes the story of how I basically paid $10 to shit my pants on camera. (laughs) What? Are you a news anchor? You paid? You can make good money off of that content, honey. (laughs) I stopped eating red meat a few years ago for a reason I can't even remember at this point, but I am in in too deep now to change it. Mm -hmm. Well, as I was traveling, I stopped at home to see my mother where she had worked very hard preparing a nice dinner. Uh Spaghetti with meat sauce. Oh. I didn't want to hurt her feelings, so I sent some good vibes up to the diarrhea gods and dug in. (laughs) Well, they heard you. All seemed fine, and it was delicious. While in grad school, I've been teaching ESL online to students in other countries, which means weird hours. So a few hours after dinner, I logged on to my class. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I was eight minutes into my lesson when my stomach started to gurgle. Having extreme social anxiety and not knowing how to appropriately excuse myself from the class for a minute, (laughs) I clenched my cheeks and Uh, willed myself to make it to the end of my 25-minute lesson. Absolutely not. Not enough. Absolutely not. It's always okay to excuse yourself in that emergency. When I was like subbing in middle school, sometimes I would just be like, okay, work on your worksheet. Got to go. Bye. And I just, sometimes you got to. Ghost them. When you mm-hmm. were in middle school? No, when I was uh, teaching. Subbing, teaching middle school for like three months. Mm-hmm. Where was this? In South Africa. Yeah. Oh, keep, I was like, who up. the fuck let you do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know. Okay. I would just ghost them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So they're willing themselves to make it through it. The pains would come and go for the next 15 minutes, but I trusted my asshole's strength to make it through. No, no, she's not your friend. Every Mm -hmm. asshole has its limits. Mm -hmm. Has an expiration date. Mm -hmm. But with three minutes left, it happened. The pain was so severe, I couldn't move my legs, and I totally froze. I was shitting my pants right in front of this innocent kid who was doing his best to learn the word table. Oh, Oh, honey. honey. I was was dropping a big old load in my yoga pants. No. No. While sitting. 
Finally, class was over and I ran to the bathroom screaming, I shit my pants. Oh, God. <laughs> I then proceeded to be violently ill from the dreaded meat sauce. Obviously, I had to get right into the shower and I, it wasn't until I returned to my computer 20 minutes of sanitizing later that I realized I had back-to-back classes oh. and there was a poor little girl sitting in my classroom the whole time. Hearing you screaming, I shit my pants. She heard every moment <laughs> of oh. my meltdown where I screamed the graphic details. No. That's, I, that's vocab. It yeah. is. ESL. You have to know these <laughs> it's things. It's a listening exercise. Yep. About how I couldn't believe I shat myself. Needless oh to say, God. she reported me. <gasps> what? Canceled all future classes with me, and I got fined $10 from what? <laughs> oh, that is absurd. <laughs> you were ill. It was a medical emergency. Turn this plane yeah, around. That is, has got to be against some sort of ADA regulation. You weren't on a Delta flight. No. And probably the whole cussing thing wasn't great either, but all I can think about is how I paid $10 to shit my pants on camera. (laughs) That is fucking... In front of a child. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know what? She didn't watch you shit. She just heard it. She'll be fucking fine. I've never shit myself while sitting, like, in a chair. That can't be good. Mm. I've sharted sitting. Yeah. Yeah. You never shart. I feel like I'm always that? standing. Hmm. Interesting. Oh. How okay. odd. Yeah. Well, justice for this gal because that's some fucking bullshit. Yeah, you are owed ten dollars <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> All right. Next one. Quote: My best girlfriend and I caused a car accident. <laughs> Let me explain. Been there. We were in high school, coming home from a party, and had just left our local pizza parlor. At- After the party comes the after party. Am Mm -hmm. I right, ladies? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We could walk back to my place from there, so we started on our journey. We got to talking about boys and how we hadn't been catcalled in a while, a relatively common occurrence for us where we live. And just as we both sigh, saying, I guess we aren't that cute anymore. Oh, my God. God. I mean, I've done it, but, like, looking back now. Okay. A car full of guys (laughs) comes speeding by us, yelling that we are, quote, hotties. Mm. We start to laugh, like, what are the chances? And then we heard the sounds that only one car smashing into another could <gasps> make. Oh, no. That You didn't cause it. That's on those idiots. Kenyon mm-hmm. caused a car accident once. <laughs> I, a man not knowing how to regulate his own emotions caused <laughs> right. a car accident. There it is. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. It is not my problem that nope. I didn't want to date him and I just wanted to maintain the status quo and he didn't know what the word status quo meant. So then he <laughs> ran his car into a tree. His really expensive His Maserati. <laughs> but women can't be president no. because we're too emotional. <laughs> And then he had to come back to the party where you broke up with to him. Get to get a ride. I didn't even break up with him. I just didn't want to date him officially because I was embarrassed because yep. he was dumb. Yeah, that <laughs> I really just wanted to make out with him in private. Embarrassing for you. I'll never understand that it's one. It's like, you smell good and you're a good kisser, but you're dumb as a rock. Yeah. yeah and bitch. so I cannot officially date you. I cannot bring myself to do that, sir. I benefited Listen, we've from all, that. 
He bought we us ice cream a bunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, I went on all of your dates. Of your relationships. <laughs> free movies, popcorn. Yeah. Gotta be in it for the freebies. Okay. Seriously. So the the cat collars uh, got in the car accident. Okay. Uh, we both stop dead in our tracks, look at each other, and then jog up to the car. It's nothing major. A fender bender at worst. We ask everyone if they're okay, and they say, just some bruised egos. So we continue to walk home. At least there's like a little bit of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. As soon as we got out of earshot, we giggle to each other and say, still got it. <laughs> and cheekily high five. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, my God. Okay. Next one. Quote. Hey, ladies. Hearing the last gack about the spider butt. Don't even remember what that was. Jesus. I also have no recollection <laughs> this of this. Sent in years ago. So I believe them. I just don't remember. Inspired me to send in a Scottish tale for you. My partner and I are Canadians who moved to Glasgow for me to go to vet school. We went on a road trip with some friends last summer, and while driving near Glenelg, Glenelg, sure, that's a that's a rough name. We saw a glimpse of a waterfall, so we parked next to the road and walked through a valley to find it. Okay, this is magical. You're about to be yeah. transported to another time. You're going to get stuck in a fairy ring if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. Put your dog on a leash. Yeah, it's going to kill itself jumping over no. a bridge. <laughs> the hike to the waterfall was rocky and a bit rough, but it was worth it since it was huge and magical, and we put on bathing suits and swam under the fucking freezing waterfall like we were in a movie. Jesus. <laughs> On our way back, our friend Sarah decided she was going to take the most picturesque shit of her life back <laughs> in the little valley. Oh, that sounds nice. Incredible. And the waterfall's a huge bidet. Oh, like a gilded bidet. Yeah. Mm. Cold. Mm. Oh. At the time, I was jealous that I did not also need to shit. I'd be jealous. <laughs> I would definitely be jealous. I'm you jealous try. right now. Yeah, I'm oh, yeah. yeah, I'd push until something <laughs> happened. Just squat until you feel something move. <laughs> squat until my entire fucking anus prolapses because I'm trying so hard to have a magical shit. And then I spend the rest of my fucking trip in the hospital. <laughs> That's exactly what would fucking happen to me. Once we were all back at the car, we started our post-hike tick check. Oh, no. it's always good to do since no, after a hike, yeah. uh, blah, 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 they need at least 36 hours on you to transmit Lyme disease. I didn't know that. So if you kept mm-hmm. the, if you catch them quick, that's You're only okay. Irish ticks, Scottish, <laughs> <laughs> but there were a few more on us than we were expecting. That oh, is God. horrific. Oh God. So we stripped down to underwear and t-shirts on the side of the road. And it was two couples, so we were just checking each other. And as Sarah's boyfriend, Ken, was checking her, he was finding lots of ticks high up on her legs. Uh, sure he was. <laughs> I'm just there checking are a for ticks. Lot right around your vulva. <laughs> is the, is this inside. where the tick is? I have is to, t- to the left? Is, <laughs> oh, my God. Look at there? this huge he found red the tick. Tick. <laughs> tick. Let me poke it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I've never seen if this If you before. rub it, it'll release. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the proper way to remove ticks. This is Just so like a DJ motion. Stupid. We're such uh, Okay. <laughs> so he's a local and very tick savvy. Oh, <laughs> so, great. What a tick. He head. can find the tick. So he says that if they are high up on her legs, they're definitely in her underwear. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ugh, I've heard that one before. <laughs> Never fall for it, ladies. Get the money first. Get yeah, the early. money first. <laughs> she knew he was right, so she ended up stripping and Donald ducking it right next to the car. Incredible. She checked most of the crevices herself, but there was one spot she needed his help to check. Her asshole. <laughs> so she bends over and spreads her ass cheeks right there wow. on the side of the road in the <laughs> Scottish countryside. <laughs> Also picturesque. Wow. <laughs> what a meet cute. <laughs> Wait, aren't they dating? Yeah. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was just like, it was your best friend's boyfriend. That's when he knew she was the one. She let go of her cheeks, turned around, and he had dropped to one knee. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't find a ticket there, but he pulled out an immaculate diamond ring. It was love at first sight. Love it first, brown eye. (laughs) Somehow, sadly, not a single van with a young family or old British couple drove by at this very moment. Dang. Oh, my God. Probably better that they didn't, though, because Ken noticed that a little brown dot in her asshole was moving. Uh, What? That's right. What? One tick had made its way into her asshole. (laughs) No. No, it hadn't. Get the tweezers. We're done. done. (laughs) New fear? (laughs) Bye-bye. Worse than that, Ken had to reach in and pinch the tick out of his girlfriend's freshly shat out of butthole. Oh, she didn't have a toilet paper either. No. Let alone a bidet. Well, she did have nature's bidet. But this was after they left the waterfall. Oh. Oh. I... If that's not love, I don't know what is. Now they're married. Sarah kept super calm and waited for Ken to remove it and finish his check. Once it was out, she screamed and jumped up and down, shaking in disgust. Naturally, we all had to check each other's buttholes just in case. (laughs) Well, yeah, once you see one tick butthole, I'm not fucking leaving without my butthole check. Yeah. (laughs) That's for goddamn sure. Uh, Luckily, there were no other moving dingleberries. Oh, my God. (laughs) The moral of the story, be careful where you shit. Real love isn't always pretty. Sadly, the two of them broke up, but I have confirmed that the tick eating her ass was not the cause. Check for ticks. I was going to say, now they have three beautiful children. (laughs) No, he broke up because she cheated on him with that tick by letting it eat her asshole. She's no longer pure. Yeah. He's really insecure, so he couldn't She's not a high-value woman. The tick was a dude. (laughs) She's not a high-value woman. Ish. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> this is why I don't go outside, you guys. I'm yeah, not about it. This is why you don't go outside. It's not, not fucking worth it, dude. No. <laughs> okay, this was a short one. Hey, gals, I got to remain anonymous, but we'll get to it. I'm going to keep this short and sweet, but it being Pride Month made me remember an old habit I had in college. The closest, cheapest, and most convenient store for an art student was Hobby Lobby. Mm. Even as a wee gay, I knew that the Hoblob sucked as a corporation yep. for easily Googleable reasons. Mm-hmm. So I did what I think the closest to serial killer rationale I've ever gotten to and decided to make them pay a gay tax. Ooh, theft. They were giving money to anti-gays. I'll donate to myself from them. Mm-hmm. I'd use coupons and pay for most things and big shit, but I'd tack on a little gay tax most days. Happy Pride. Be gay. Do crime. Yep. Ah, yep. Good for you. Yeah. A little light theft. Yeah. What are they going to do? 
if you have to shop there, then, you know, try to make it profit neutral. Yeah, I feel like I have similar feelings about (laughs) self-checkout. Like, if you are going to force me to do your job because a corporation won't just pay employees a fair wage to make sure I pay for all of my items, Mm -hmm. then something might end up in that bag that I didn't Mm -hmm. realize I didn't scan. And you're not a professional. I'm not a professional. I didn't get the training. Mm -mm. Not my fucking fault. I hate self-checkout. I refuse. At the airport, Corey went into one of those Amazon stores Mm -hmm. where you put in your credit card to get in through a turnstile, and then you just take whatever you want and walk out. It scans it as you walk out. Mm-hmm. That's this crazy. is the future. That's I like hate that it. store we went to in New York where you put everything in the bin. Yeah, and it just knows what's in the bin. And we still needed to ask for help because the fucking yeah. bin was broken. Yeah, it's yeah, just it's, like it's what just the fuck? annoying, and it's taking people's jobs. Yep, yep. It's not okay. Yeah, we don't mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. Also, there should always be something free. For mm-hmm. you after you check out and you're leaving a store. A little there treat. Be a little treat table. Mm. I always feel, I mean, <laughs> I don't do it. This? Give me my little treat. I, <laughs> I did it. I want my treat. <laughs> I don't do this, but literally every single time I leave a store after I've paid, I think I should be given a free little treat. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why do you say, why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have never okay. stolen anything in my life. Mm-hmm. Actually, Amanda, remember when we were at uh, the Picker Nose and I walked out with that dollar bracelet? Yeah, so you lamented about it and went back in. I went back in to pay for it and she goes, oh, well, this booth was 50% off anyway, so you owe me 50, 50 cents. cents. <laughs> well, first I went back in. I was like, I didn't pay for this. I need to pay for this. And she goes, "Aw, you're cute. <laughs> so I've never stolen yeah. anything in my life but when we were in South Carolina I was at some store and I was walking around with this little ring mm-hmm. and it was like 50 bucks it's like this really cute brass ring I'm wearing it right now mm-hmm. and I was just kind of walking around looking at the rest of the sort before I paid mm-hmm. but it was just a ring and it was already on my finger that's how it happened. and I was just like I could just walk out and nobody would fucking know. but you didn't do it because you're a fucking pussy no I didn't do it yeah, you're a little fucking pussy. I am a little pussy. Apparently, I stole a bunch <laughs> when I was a little kid. Oh, me too. <laughs> and my mom like would find it, and then we'd be like hours away from wherever the yep. store was. <laughs> Listen, loss prevention, they build it in to the mm-hmm. budget mm-hmm. for little fucking kids. Yeah, but as who an just adult, really want that lip gloss or that little teddy bear. Fabrics. As, a an ad- as an adult, though, wouldn't you be mortified if you were caught? Yeah. Eh. I can't imagine. I'd be, I, that's why I don't take anything, but no, I always No, I'm not like stealing to. on purpose. I'm just saying I have definitely more than once accidentally like walked out of tar. I have ADHD. So I was like holding a shirt and I went through checkout just still holding the shirt with all of my other items. The person checked me out, mm-hmm. didn't re- realize that I was just holding that <laughs> shirt and just walked out with it. No one stopped me and I didn't fucking go back in. Mm-hmm. I realized it when I got to my car and I thought I was putting my purse down, if but I was putting down my purse and accident, a shirt. 
Yeah, I'm not intentionally shoplifting. And it's a major corporation. I'm not going back in if to fix If it's a my... major corporation, but at the picker nose, I had to go back. Yeah, yeah that's if fair. it's an independent little For boutique. Sure. Yeah. Antique mall. Mm-hmm. They needed but my 50 cents. Nice if after you checked out of whatever store, there was just a little freebie table and you could just get I mean, a little sure, something. I mean, sure. I've just never in my life thought like, you know what? A little what? pack of gum. I deserve I went a little shopping. Treat. I'm entitled to a little treat for I free. feel like it would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying it wouldn't be nice. We're just saying we've never fucking never thought had that. that thought. Never well, had that now thought. Now you're going to have that thought every single time you leave a store. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. All right, great. <laughs> All right. There's one more. Okay. <laughs> Quote, I was a rather dramatic child <sighs> and I'm now a rather dramatic adult. So great. I have no regrets about this phase in my life and would 10 out of 10 do this again. Kenyon, you can't write into your own show. <laughs> yeah, I... That's cheating. I don't, I don't know what's coming, so I <laughs> cannot cop to this. In fact, I was voted biggest drama queen in the high school yearbook and participated in every mediocre musical and play complete with vocal rests and taking shots of honey in class so that everyone knew my hobby of choice. Okay, Amanda, well, you can't write into me. your own show. <laughs> it's me. Sorry, I can't speak today. Not only is it the anniversary of Kurt Cobain's death, but I am on vocal rest. <laughs> We had a whole vigil. Mm-hmm. Whole vigil. I was like, I field. think I know who Kurt Cobain is. <laughs> I'll go light candles guy, on the football field. The guy that Jessica had a crush on told me I shouldn't Heckled go us. because I didn't know enough about Kurt Cobain, including his daughter's name. Yeah. Okay. Francis I was like, Bean. sir, I barely know two songs of Kurt. <laughs> like, I... Of course, I don't know enough about Kurt Cobain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why just, do you? I'm just here to hang out. I'm just You're here troubled. to play with the lighter that Amanda lifted from her sister to have Correct. the seance. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. So drama, quing. But I digress. This story is about a new girl in town that I decided for no reason whatsoever I disliked. <laughs> My best friend at the time, Chloe, really liked her. And so naturally I felt threatened and knew immediately I needed to do something. Well, I think we mm. got to the bottom of that pretty quick. Yep. <laughs> No idea why you didn't like this girl. (laughs) I thought about spreading a rumor about her. Nothing detrimental, just some harmless fun. (laughs) Just that she was pregnant and, you know. A fugly slut. (laughs) Had hairy nipples. It's fine. Right. But what I came up with was was so much better. (laughs) That was one time. (laughs) Making out with Coach Carr. Um, (laughs) Trying hack. Try I, have to, back. I have to fucking rewatch Mean Girls. Try back. That scene is so incredible. <laughs> I, I pulled Amanda aside at lunch one day and told her, I have to tell you something. When oh my you god, first, I remember this. When you first moved here, I really didn't like you, so I spread a really mean rumor about you. But now I like you and I want to come clean. I told everyone that you collected pieces of Chris's hair and we're turning them into a paintbrush. <laughs> Holy shit. Why? <laughs> what the fuck? What a fucking weird... This is the most ninth grade 
thing. Just so oh, you yeah? know. Oh, yeah? Well, you're so obsessed with Chris that you're stealing their hair <laughs> and turning it into a fantasy. Just so you know, I'm like happy that you're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hey, shit. Gosh. The fuck? This is amazing. <laughs> Let me Oddly be clear. specific. <laughs> Have did. you done this, dear writer? <laughs> Let me be clear. I did not actually ever spread that rumor. But Chris was Amanda's <laughs> and everyone's crush, so I knew that she would frantically try to stop said rumor if she thought it existed. Okay, Just that's so everyone brilliant. knows, I'm not collecting Chris's hair and turning it into a paintbrush. She gets up at assembly and makes an announcement. Gets on morning this announcements. Is, this is sociopath. This is so brilliant. I love the it. gaslighting. <laughs> I just I have a confession to make because I want to protect you now, and I'm so sorry that I did this. Amanda was so grateful that I quote came clean. <laughs> Holy shit. We became fake friends afterwards, but fake she friend. said, quote, I have to tell people it's not true. Oh, <laughs> my For the following God. several weeks, I watched Amanda frantically try to explain to Chris <laughs> and all of his very popular friends that she was not collecting his hair. <laughs> I was making a paintbrush. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, who are you? It's like, even I don't though. even know you. You're the new girl, right? Holy Sorry, shit. Sorry, I'm Amanda, Amanda, and I definitely did not collect your hair and turn it into a paper. <laughs> Sorry, Bye. I don't have any change. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have any change. <laughs> Can you fuck up? Well, you got a problem with me? I swear I didn't collect your hair and turn it into a paintbrush. That was a rumor. Uh, never happened. <laughs> she looked crazy. And then people did start to think she was making hair paintbrushes. I'm crying. This is, I, if I could go back to middle school right the fuck now. The ammo. Oh, this is psychological imagine? warfare. <laughs> it's really mean. This is cutthroat. It's diabolical. It's it fucking diabolical. diabolical. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> oh god. living I for it. I forgot the end. I forgot the end. What? <laughs> Amanda, oh my god, I'm dying. No. <laughs> oh. I'm laughing too hard. I cannot get this out. Okay. <laughs> Drunkenly tell everyone at the bachelorette party. Oh, did you hear that Chloe used to make fucking paint brushes out of human hair? Uh, and perhaps start another adult queen. size rumor just for fun. Holy shit. Please. 
Please follow up. She steals from to... Hobby Lobby too. Did yeah, you hear the that? The bachelorette party has definitely <laughs> happened by now, so we need a part two. Oh, I'm fucking my dying. fucking god! <laughs> what if she got super pissed and like it was yeah. a whole thing, ruined the whole thing? <laughs> Listen, that might be my new favorite coming confession ever. Hi, um, I'm Amanda. I just want to clear something up. I never you like stole your hair to make a paintbrush. Okay, great meeting you. Bye. And all of his popular friends. I cannot. I I will never recover ever. Like I don't know where that rumor came from, but like it's I swear crazy. it's not true. I know Definitely everyone's talking about this, but I swear it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Um, who are you again? I was stealing your hair for a totally different purpose. You guys, I have never made a paintbrush in my life. That's absurd. <laughs> Ropes, yes. Paintbrushes? No. It was for my voodoo doll. It was twine. Relax. Oh my, oh my fucking god. god. All right. So those are the coming professions this month. Wow. I don't think I could top that one. I am I feel physically ill. <laughs> I almost threw up. I peed a little bit. My pelvic yeah. floor is not great. Busted. Not what it wants. No. <laughs> she busted. <laughs> oh my Daniel. Oh, gross. <laughs> gross. Anyway, okay. Should we hear a quick word from our sponsors? Yes. Are we ready for corner corner? Because I am Jesus. not. I, uh, yeah, I'll I never be it. ready for anything ever again in my entire life. Paintbrushes. I can't. Oh, God. Okay. I'm so hot. All right. <laughs> Okay, this first one was sent in by Katie, and I thought it was appropriate for Halloween. It is from NBC, and it's from 2011, mm-hmm. so it's old, but I really loved it, and there is a photo on the drive. The title is, Goo of Death Solves Mystery of Headless Corpse. Well, um, I can see why you liked it. <laughs> okay. A headless human corpse floating in the bay of Lake Brienz in Switzerland First thought to be a dead sheep as its thigh bones and an upper arm bone protruded from its torso that uh, were encased in a cement-like cocoon has divulged its secrets. Okay. Do I want to know its secrets? So they thought it was a dead sheep because it was just like a a hunk, like a chunk. Right. (laughs) So... And it was like weird looking. So this mm. the macabre substance coating the torso and parts of the remaining limbs is called adipocere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A fatty, waxy material that sometimes forms from a decomposing body's soft tissues. Add it to the glossary. It's oh, in there, God. baby. It's in there. <laughs> adipocere mm. is familiar to investigators. It can make ide- identifying a body and pegging its time of death actually really tricky. <laughs> and make, and make pegging. pegging. <laughs> Really enjoyable. (laughs) Really slippery. If you want to try pegging, reach for the adipocere. That's what Buffett was saying to Hugh. And your hair paintbrush. You want to get a good grip. Mm -hmm. Especially when there are no arms or legs. Jesus. (laughs) Okay, quote, when you see such a kind of body with an adipocere, it is absolutely clear that it is not a fresh body. Mm-hmm. says Michael Talley, then a young resident doctor in Bern and now a professor of forensic medicine at the University of Zurich. I was thinking then this body must be some months or even years old. 
But after some creative CSI know-how, Tally, who had taken this body on as his first big case, realized body yadi 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 on on realized this corpse was much much older from some three hundred years ago. Okay. Damn. Other clues suggested the man had drowned and was engulfed by the surrounding sediments only to be uncovered after some earth shaking in the region. That's mm. cool. So he drowned, his body sank down to the bottom, he was covered up, and then there was, was like, like some an, crevice. Yeah, then there was like an earthquake and he he floated back Emerged. up. Wow. wow. At first, Tally estimated this corpse to be between six months and five years old, and then he noticed the adipocere, which is naturally white. But on this guy, it had some unusual patches of really intense blue. Oh, my God. It was like blue cheese. Ugh. Uh, oh, kind of. Oh. He suspected that the blue had come from the person's clothing, a theory he later dismissed in favor of algae. But biologists mm. from the University of Bern informed him that it was likely a mineral. If a, mm. if a mineral had precipitated on the body's adipocere shell then that person must have died a lot earlier. And the adipocere preserved it, preserved the body. So they couldn't actually tell how old it was at first. Weird. Oh, okay. So they performed an x-ray and a physical examination to peek beneath the shell that encased the remains, including the preserved heart and other soft structures. They had to cut through it with a saw. Records of adipocere extend back to the exhumation of remains at in a Paris cemetery at the end of the 18th century. Sometimes considered a form of mummification, it forms when decomposition takes a strange turn and fat in the soft tissue transforms into the hearty soap-like substance. Yeah, soap is just fat and alkali mixed mm-hmm. together. Yeah. This substance acts as a preservative and resists normal decomposition. Certain factors that seem to be important in triggering that transformation include um, an oxygen-free environment, so at the bottom of a lake, check, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the presence of certain bacteria and body fat, warm temperature, a mildly alkaline environment, and moisture, either in the environment or from the body itself. So, like, being at the bottom of a lake. Yeah, pretty good spot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a human soap. Yeah. Yeah. While formation take can take some time, some research indicates that it can begin within a few days after death if it's in the right environment. If Damn. you died and became soap, would mm-hmm. you want someone to turn that into like pretty little guest bathroom soaps? Yes, because yeah. then Blortney's mom might accidentally eat <laughs> some of me at a baby shower. Thinking it's white chocolate. And it would be hilarious. <laughs> So, yes. Or was that your bridal shower? Yeah. Okay. She thought Correct. it was a little dish of white chocolates. And she tried so hard to keep it to herself and not let Courtney anyone just know. Goes, Did you just eat that soap? Because she's gagging over the sink. We were all on the floor fucking laughing. It was so funny. Oh, my God. So, long, short answer, yeah. I super would want that. So, this is an amazing quote from a person named Anne Ross, who's an anthropologist at North Carolina State University. Quote, a lot of people say it's greasy. 
I always think of it like a thick cottage cheese consistency no, because no. It's, I'm good. it's kind of lumpy also. Oh, I thought it was harder than that. That's really foul. Okay. Now you'll never eat cottage cheese is how yeah. the quote ends. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You're right, Anne Ross. And I really like cottage cheese. <laughs> I still do. I used to. Most of us, we consider it a nuisance because, and it's true because it's very difficult to get off the bone. And it's the bones that contain clues to the person's identity, including their sex, age, time of death, and any sign of trauma. Mm-hmm. So after removing the adipocere from the pelvic bones, Tally and colleagues determined that the body belonged to a man. And so the corpse became known as the Blue Man. Mm-hmm. Blue Man Group. <laughs> the Blue Man's stomach and intestines contained cherry pits, which, if decomposition had taken its natural course, wouldn't have survived for very long. But because he was oddly preserved, Mm -hmm. there remained this evidence of his diet and, more importantly, material that researchers could, like, carbon date. Are you sure it wasn't Jack Nicholson from Witches of Eastwick? Maybe. Aren't cherry pits toxic? Arsenic. Yeah. It could have been a cause of death. Mm. It doesn't say anything about that, so... Oh, it's true, though. Maybe. Maybe. Eating more than 20 to 30 can cause... Can lead to dangerous toxicity. Your body can withstand up to 50 milligrams of cyanide before it becomes poisonous. Oh, cyanide. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, maybe there were just a couple, but... Okay. So they examined the cherry pit and bone collagen from the corpse, and they put his death as far back as 300 years... Wow. Based on the concentration and the type of diatoms, which is a type of algae found in mm-hmm. his bone marrow, they believed that he drowned. Okay. Wow. And about a week before the body was discovered, there were two like mini earthquakes in Switzerland. So that may have caused an underwater landslide that exposed the once buried body. Weird. That's so cool. Yeah. So the blue mineral which, according to Tally, was the most exciting aspect of the case because it turned the guy blue, mm-hmm. was found to be an iron phosphate called Vivianite. Okay, well, that's mm. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Described only three times before on bodies, including that of the 5,300-year-old Italian ice mummy named Otzi, which you might have heard of before. Sounds like a character on Mootsy. Mootsy. I've only heard of Goatsy. Don't Google it. Ew. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I'll take Eel pit for it. Eel pit guy? <laughs> Goatsy, don't Google it. Don't Google Goatsy. <laughs> we have very different algorithms. <laughs> what? I'm like, oh, it's a sweet Irish guy who rates snacks. <laughs> Don't Google it. <laughs> one you place where Kenyon, one place where Kenyon and I overlap is rug cleaning videos. Absolutely, that's our big even thing. Even if even if they're all fake, I yep. don't care. Don't care. They're so soothing. <laughs> that would be the one video game Kenyon plays, though. The house clean, the Clean-ing power the washing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so soothing. Do they have that as a video game? A power washing that? video game? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, you should text you have- text Bo about it. What? Is it on your phone? No, it's like a PlayStation. It's like a full video game. Well, fuck what? that. I'm not going to get a console for this. Well, it might be one you already have. It might be Xbox. I don't know. We don't have an Xbox. We only have a, um, we only have a Switch. Next. 
<laughs> We're not really a video game household. Oh, well, Bo played like hundreds of hours of this game after mm-hmm. like recovering from a surgery and was just playing a power washing video game. I love it. Just high I on Percocet. Holy Absolutely. Shit. <laughs> that is better than a Swiss well, spa. Kenya's a gamer now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys do if I bought a full gaming Xbox. setup? <laughs> Holy for like the, the chair one and the table the and the chair. <laughs> you become a streamer. The screen. You make a Twitch. <laughs> Wait, I kind of want to be a Twitch streamer for the power washing game. Yeah, text Bo. We'll tell you. Okay. So this next one was sent in by a few different people, including my friend Ben, who works at Goodwill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this yes. is from the Guardian. The headline reads. Quote, an unusual one, human skull found in Goodwill donation box in Arizona. Oh, (laughs) there's a picture. You should look at it. Oh, God. Okay. It reminds me of my mom in the area that you'll totally recognize. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uncle Mel? Yeah, right. Police in Arizona were investigating after a human skull was discovered in a box of donations at a Goodwill store. On Tuesday, police in Goodyear responded to a call near Saraville Avenue and Yuma Road. On arrival, they discovered, quote, what appears to be an actual human skull. Mm. (laughs) Wow. Police spokesperson Lisa Berry said the box was dropped off at some point over the weekend and was opened by employees on Tuesday. The skull, quote, didn't ever make it to the floor. Bummer. (laughs) It was in the donation box with other taxidermy items. Unreal. Adding, quote, this was an unusual one. Authorities transported the skull to the Maricopa County Medical Examiner. Pictures released online showed the skull with several teeth attached and what appeared to be a missing mandible. A fake eye was pictured in the left socket and dark spots covered the skull, a likely sign of age. Mm -hmm. So it's just a straight up skull with like a fucked up jaw and like a glass eye (laughs) glued in one of the eye sockets. What is the story of this skull? Have they figured it out? Well, well, uh, there's more to the article, a little bit more. The medical examiner's office confirmed that, quote, it is in fact a human skull. But at this point, this, then th- this is preliminary. It appears to be historic, ancient, and it does not appear to have any forensic value. No crime mm. is really attached to this skull other than the crime of like maybe you it's... not being there first to buy it. Yeah, well, yeah that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you absolutely would not have told anyone and just no. put this shit home. Can you imagine if Ben was going through boxes and found a fucking skull? He would yeah, nab it luck. for me. Yeah, it oh, would. Yeah. For both of us. We'd share it. Yep. We'd have joint yep. custody. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, Barry praised those who alerted authorities, saying, quote, Goodwill did do the right thing. Anything suspicious should always be reported. Mm-hmm. They, a Goodwill shopper, Sydney Steele, told 3TV CBS 5 News how surprising the news of the discovery was. Quote, I've never heard anything donated like this, especially here. I come to this Goodwill all the time, and I've never heard of anything that crazy being donated. Mm. Well, yeah, that's why this is newsworthy. Sydney right. Seal. <laughs> I, 
I am pissed I didn't get that skull. Also pissed that I didn't find the body that was discovered in Des Moines yesterday. Yeah, you were upset. Or the about body that. that was discovered at Courtney's Target today. Yeah, you've really been missing out. There's bodies Mama. everywhere. Near misses. My day will come. Mm-hmm. I hope. Even if I, I have to force it. I hope so. <laughs> I, I hope. I hope that for you. Okay, so this is maybe a little bit old news by now, but I put these notes together a couple weeks ago, and we have got to talk about these Mexican alien mummies. Yes. Oh my god, I am obsessed with these. <laughs> the picture is the pictures are so doofy. They're incredible. <laughs> oh, this is from NPR. Mexico's Congress heard testimony from experts who study extraterrestrials on Tuesday of like three weeks ago. And mm-hmm. the hearing started with a huge surprise. Jamie Mousen, a self-described ufologist, mm-hmm. brought two caskets into the congressional chambers. As Mousen spoke, two men uncovered the caskets to reveal two bodies. The corpses looked white and like stereotypical depictions of aliens. Mm-hmm. Big head, little body, three fingers. Mm-hmm. Mousen said they were found in Peru in 2017 and are estimated to be a thousand years old. And he mm. claimed that one of the bodies had been pregnant. Hey. Uh-huh. Why are you showing these after six fucking years in a yeah, different country? Mm-hmm. Everything about this is bogus. It's very sketch. He said, quote, these are not mummies. These are complete bodies that have not been manipulated. Then how do you know one's pregnant? Yeah, no shit. Speaking under oath, Mausan claimed that the bodies were non-human. He and others have presented similar claims about alleged alien remains in the past. So this is not oh, so his just... this is not his first no. stick. <laughs> You're really lucky to stumble upon multiple alien mummies in your lifetime, Yeah, You just got to know where to look. Mm -hmm. Scientists have either dismissed them as either ancient Peruvian mummies or manipulated mummies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they're not saying they're not. he said these are not mummies. He's saying they're aliens. He said. uh, During Tuesday's hearing, Jose de Jesus Zalce Benitez a forensic expert and a military doctor, walked the Congress through scans of the alleged alien bodies. Mm -hmm. He claimed the alleged aliens had big brains and big eyes, quote, which allowed for a wide stereoscopic vision. And they Mm -hmm. also lacked teeth, so they likely only drank and did not chew. It just sounds like a baby. (laughs) It's just just describing a baby. Minus the wide vision, but yeah. Well, they have big eyes for their face. Yeah, big old wide eyes. It's just... They look like they're carved out of uh, soap also. I don't Mm -hmm. believe this. The hearing... No, you don't. The hearing also included remarks by Ryan Graves, executive director of the Americans for Safe Aerospace Organization. So he's a former Navy fighter pilot, and he was one of three U.S. veterans who testified in front of a U.S. Yeah. congressional subcommittee investigating the existence of UFOs in July. And Isn't to be he very like clear, a known aliens. Yeah, of course. This guy's like not reliable. Yeah. He's like a known mm-hmm. sloppy banans. Ryan Graves or the other guy? Ryan Graves. Wilson. Who are you? I think the the mil- U.S. military guy. Mm. 
who testified recently is like a Cuckoo is like bananas. a known sloppy bananas. Well, even he was distancing himself from mm-hmm. this. So <laughs> Mexico's Congress was also shown videos of Mexican pilots struggling to make sense of fast moving flying objects before them. And Malsan claimed, quote, we are not alone. Mm hmm. So the day after the hearing, Graves, the American guy, distanced himself from it in a post We're on all out. in a post on X, formerly known as Twitter, which is just fully what they should change the name to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Stop, yeah, stop trying to make X happen. It's very stupid. <laughs> not At what point do we happen. stop saying formerly known as Twitter? Right. Never. Yay, formerly known as Kanye West. Mm-hmm. God. Okay, so Graves said on Twitter, it's just fucking Twitter, that he accepted the Mexican Congress's invitation, quote, hoping to keep up the momentum of government interest in pilot experiences with unidentified anomalous phenomena, or UAP. Mm. World juror. Unfortunately, (laughs) yesterday's demonstration was a huge step backwards for this issue. My testimony centered on sharing my experience and the UAP reports I hear from commercial and military aircrew through through ASA's witness program. I will continue to raise awareness of UAP as an urgent matter of aerospace safety, national security, and science. But I am deeply disappointed by this unsubstantiated stunt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you tell him. Yeah. So there's really nothing to even discuss about the aliens no, i did like, not dig into this at all i just it's was like, just ridiculous I don't yeah so it just looks like mama f- if it's it's either totally fake or it's just like mummies that have been like crushed down a little i wanted this to be my new rabbit hole mm-hmm. so badly and then Can't i saw it. the photos and i was like this is too pathetic even yeah. for me you cannot force a hyper fixation no. No, unfortunately, I do like the crossover memes of these aliens and how fucking old Congress is. (laughs) (laughs) I love those videos of the the really old lady just like they're like all of our congressional leaders just hopped up on dementia meds, (laughs) making laws that affect our daily lives. (laughs) God damn it. Our bodily autonomy. Uh, It's fine, guys. Everything's fine. Everything's totally fine. Okay, obituary area. I have one really sweet obit for us. And yes, it's for a cat. (laughs) So this was from just last month, September. And there was a guy who had a cat. He lived in Minneapolis and his cat (laughs) passed away. And... Apparently, it's this article says, quote, Kelly, the man's name is Kelly Love, Love Rudd, Love a Rudd, memorialized his one eyed cat named Steve with obituary flyers stapled to telephone poles across northeast Minneapolis. Nice. Cute. Steve was Love Rudd's 19 year old female cat. When Steve died, the 48 year old cat dad was distraught. A content creator and photographer, he wrote a tribute to his fur baby, and then he, according to the Star Tribune, quote, staggered around Northeast 4th Street, stapling the printed tributes to his feline friend on telephone poles. So that was like... This was like how Drunkenly staggered. This was like how he grieved. And Steve is really fucking cute. She only has one eye. 
Aww. had. Okay, so here is the obituary. Steve V, born June 7th, 2004, died August 17th, 2023. Steve ran the Sheridan neighborhood of Northeast Minneapolis with an iron fist paw. <laughs> Steve only had one eye, but don't let that fool you. She could still see the stupid shit you were up to. Mm-hmm. Steve only bit one person. <laughs> He was a decorated Marine veteran, and he didn't listen to the words coming out of Steve's mouth, so he found out the hard way. He <laughs> fucked around. He found out. Steve punched up and wait. <laughs> Steve was the best cuddle kitty of all time. I kind of like how this obit is written in, like, bullet points. It's just yeah. a list of things about yeah, this cat. About Steve. Yeah. He didn't format it. He didn't hire out. No. <laughs> he was grieving. Yeah. Stream of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Steve loved being vacuumed because she wasn't scared of a goddamn thing like all those other bitch-made cats. (laughs) (laughs) Steve was a girl with a dude's name because I'm a dude with a girl's name. Mm. And we're in this together. Mm. Steve didn't give a fuck what the internet said. She loved canned tuna. Mm. Steve didn't exactly love kids, but she didn't hate them either. She'd let them hold her for a photo op. Aww. Steve was smart, funny, lethal, and cuddly. She was also annoying and loud as hell at times, but hey, who of us isn't? Mm-hmm. Steve was the best cat a guy could ever want. I loved her more than anything, and I miss her tons. Oh. And it's just That's a picture. Very sweet. I know. R.I.P. Steve. Steve. I just like how the picture is just this poster stapled to a telephone pole. Yep. It's just like the you could just kind of feel what this guy just needed to do in that yeah. moment. <laughs> I he was love compelled. That. Yeah. We more of us should do that. The power of Steve compelled him. It's just kind of like you gotta sometimes you gotta do something like physical with your grief. Kind mm-hmm. of art in a way. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. R.I.P. Steve. That mm-hmm. was my favorite obit for the month. Very sweet. So sweet. Yeah. It's no pumpkin obit, but it's oh close. Oh my god. Nothing will ever beat mm-hmm. that obit. <laughs> <laughs> that Goliath. thing was magical. Goliath. Goliath. <laughs> oh, what a good batch. Great crop. this month. I'll never overcome the paintbrush. Never. The paintbrush is so good. <laughs> so fucking good. Okay. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next month. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kala Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Editing by Jonathan Camp. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wine and Crime Pod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, basically wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It is the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! Cheers!